Stephen Jill here. Hi. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeRitt, broadcast, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. I haven't said that in a off while. Your tongue, it, it does. I like kind of think, actually, I still have to think about it. I, I want, I'm used to the Valley of the Sun now, but mm-hmm. we'll get it. Today, Jill and I talk about the three biggest roadblocks to success in land investment, as I think the members see it, not necessarily how I see it. I would like to pause and note, like if you're watching this, you see a different background. We're not our usual thing. And we're certainly not at the beach. We're used to see the bikes going by behind us. So we are in a sweet Airbnb for the whole month of July. So that's what's going on. The audio video production will suffer because of that. But yep. I think our attitudes are a lot better. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. And I hope you know that we have a full-blown operational commercial printing company called Offers, the number two owners.com. Jill and I set it up a bunch of years ago out of our own frustration of trying to get our own mailers out with a regular, uh, non-specialized commercial printing company. If you'd like more information, it's the cheapest, best places to send a mailer, trust me. Uh, check out support at offers, the number two, owners.com, or just go to the website. Jalen wrote, I hope everyone had a great 4th of July. Is there anyone in here that's working with commercial vacant land? I'm getting ready, ready to send in a mailer and I have a couple questions about it. I'm just going to basically talk about it. Uh, I know, Jalen, there are lots of every there a lot, are of pe- a lot of people piped in. Here's how I com- uh, handle commercial vacant land. We keep it in our mailers. If I decide to send a, a zip code, a mailer out to a zip code, I certainly keep in every land type that's in there at all. Uh, commercial, industrial, um, there's all, most of the places we send mail, there's ty- different types of commercial property. So there's two schools of thought here. You have to figure out which one's best for you. If you just look up commercial real estate or, or sub uh, segregate it out, seg- uh, segregate commercial property from everything else, let's say. We just talked about this on the advanced call mm-hmm. a couple days ago. What you're going to find is very small numbers. So you might have a really populated uh, county or zip code and you're going to, I just want to look at commercial property and you're going to see that it's the numbers are like 5% of the actual number of properties in the, in the entire uh, data set. So, Number one, that's a that can be an advantage or a disadvantage. The, the advantage is this, small numbers like that, you can price it individually. Um, you can apply a lot of methodology to pricing, but it's generally doable by hand. So I can look at every single property and price it and say, oh yeah, it's worth uh, $250,000. I'm gonna offer 25% of that. Go to the next one, it's worth $350,000. I'm gonna offer 25% of that and on and on and on. There's a lot more data on commercial vacant land than there is on just regular rural vacant land. The bad news is you're now about to send out a 500 unit mailer. Ask those, what do you think about that? Oh, that sucks. I need more (laughs) phone calls than that. (laughs) So do it times 10, please. So the best of both worlds is find about 10 places, 10 zip codes or 20 zip codes to send a commercial real estate mailer, spend some time pricing it. And whoever's gonna answer your phone, in most cases it's, well, in your case, it's probably gonna be you because I know you're new. And you're all set up for it. Now you have a 5,000 unit mailer for commercial real estate. You're set up to make a ton of money. Yep. Sorry, I'm just getting comfortable here still. Today's topic, (laughs) the three biggest roadblocks to success in land investment. This is the uh, meat of the show. Okay. So 
I, we were talking with our pals from Chicago and that was one of the questions like, what are the things that hold people back? I'm like, oh, I like this. And we haven't talked about it for a while. And I was really spending some time thinking about this yesterday and today. And what's interesting is, even though we haven't talked about it in a while, in a while it's pretty much the same things. The same things that, that, that stopped people uh, five years ago are stopping them today. And I'll tell you my three, and then I'm loving to hear your three. So my first one is, and it's not, it's just getting going. It's uh, basically, first thing is people don't take action. You know, I, there should be a healthy amount of research. Really, I want a good amount of research. Don't want three years of research, but I think three months of research is good. I'm really, I think that's great. Three weeks, maybe that's enough for you. I don't know. I think three months is good, honestly. I don't want you to jump into something flippantly, but I don't want you to stop. Like I said, you don't need a PhD in it because then you didn't do anything. So taking action. Um, the second roadblock that that I see people want to get into this is, and when I'm, by the way, taking action is getting an education and joining a program or doing, you know, that's the fastest, Boy, that's, best way to do it. That's not on my list, but man, that's number one. Yeah, it's just is not taking action by you research, you know what you want to do. Now you found the right place. Now you're going to jump in, you know, whatever it is that you're doing in life, whether it's land investing or something else, you got to just get and get the education from learn from somebody who's doing it right and then follow them. So my number two thing is money related. And I think that money's a roadblock because of poor planning. We all know how much money comes in. You should know. Well, you know, you know, and you know how much money goes out. And if more money's going out than is coming in, then you've got to make some changes. And so that's what's all poor planning. And if it takes you six months to save up to do it right, that's just what it takes. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. So that's my number two. And then my third biggest roadblock to success, you know, you, let's say you got past number one. I did my research. I know what I'm doing. I joined Land Academy. I'm moving forward. I planned money. I've got some money in the bank. I know I can pay for data. I know I can send out mail. Uh, I can pay for a phone service. Maybe I'm working a day job, so I have them answering the phone. I planned all that out. So what's the third roadblock that this person might encounter they have to overcome? And it is second guessing decisions instead because I watch this a lot like even people like are so afraid to just push the button and send out the mail second guessing decisions instead of trusting the process and moving forward and knowing you're going to fail and then adjust as you go I know it's kind of a lot what rolled into one, but that's that's my number three. What are your three? So there's a bunch of components to doing this from start to finish. Uh, we talk about this in the formal education portion all the time. Let's th there's between eight and ten components to it, and uh, here they are. And this is a loose uh, podcast version of skipping along the top of the steps to do a mailer. Number one, you troll around the internet to, uh, with the parameters that you've set based on how much money you want to make. We call it trolling to find places to send mail that work for you. Um, let's say you want to make $10,000 or, or whatever the trolling numbers are. You do that. Great. Check. Then you check those places using the red, green, yellow test to see if that's, uh, if, you know, if they're days on market or that fit your criteria, if the people are buying and selling property at a pretty high speed there, um, you know, it's red, green, yellow tests. It, it might, the trolling aspect might be perfect, 
but it's a, you know the days on market are 150 days. We just don't want to do that. It's the, that's an indication that if we buy some property really inexpensively, it's going to take too long to sell it. So that's number two, red, green, yellow test. Number three is to do the mailer. Price it, do it, and price it. That's the third component. Number four, set up all your stuff, like Jill said. Mm -hmm. Number five, answer the phone and convert some of these really uh, white hot leads into actual deals that make sense for you uh, from a number standpoint. Number six is send it to the escrow agent, buy the property. Number seven is post it. Number eight is sell it. Okay, that's loosely the, the anatomy of a deal. Well, most in people that join Land Academy or are interested in buying selling land or generally interested in real estate are very, very intelligent. And so they'll look at this and they'll say, here's these components to a mailer. I love all of this, but I can't stand answering the phone. So my number one is what stops people is there's some one of these things, you know, and there's a lot of different flavors in these eight to 10 steps. You just, you're, it's very uh, concerns you a lot. Look, for a lot of people, it's doing a mailer. That's not one of my concerns, but I'm not really interested in answering the phone for a lot of reasons. It's certainly not at this point in my career. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do this because one or two of those things, uh, you're really concerned by it. What I'm saying is you should find some a partner or do it yourself for a while, even knowing that you're going to have to outsource it or make it a partnership situation at some point. So for me, my number one thing is the reason I think people don't completely follow through on this and hit their financial goals is because there's one thing that's freaking them out. Hmm. And Jill and I have made it uh, now, I guess, our life's work <laughs> to solve, solve these, those, to create tools so that to make this a lot easier. For instance, data tree is way easier. Offers to owners is easier. Concierge data does the mailer for you. Uh, Pat Live answers the phone for you. You know, there, there's, it does, doesn't remove, it's not an easy button by any stretch, but man, it's nothing like it was when we started. We what's, had to do all this stuff. What's number two? Lack of organization. Oh. Lack of, uh, okay, there's 10 steps and then I'm gonna put all these steps in Outlook and uh, there is a day that I'm, I'm going to send this my mailer to offers to owners. And it's, uh, let's say, two weeks in the future. And so that's the day I have to send it. That's the due date for myself. We've all had due dates. Mm -hmm. we, we were, that's what school is. Uh, that's what, you know, our primary education is, day, is deadlines in college, mm -hmm. hopefully. So you work your way backwards. And just like you did on every exam uh, or every uh, paper that you had to write for school. And then put it in Outlook and, and stick to it. Number three, you're either a mailer, you're either Jack or a Jill. I think there are some cases, I, I can do both and I did both for a lot of years uh, and I did it with mediocre success. When we joined forces and I didn't have to do the stuff I didn't want to do anymore and I could really focus on the stuff that I like and I'm pretty good at. What a, you know, what a force, you know, and that's what, that's what Land Academy is for is to, is to provide you the resources to find a Jack or a Jill depending on what you need or want. And we see that in there all the time. Partnership wanted is what it's called in Discord. And yep. daily people are saying, I love doing the mail, don't want to answer the phone. I love right. answering the phone, don't want to I do the mail. I suck at Excel. I need a partner. <laughs> or I suck at data, whatever. Yep. So again, we provided, I think, these solutions on this. Mm hmm Good list. I like this. Yeah, yours is better than mine. And yeah, I'm glad you, you know, I was just thinking about the Excel thing. The other day I was sick in the car. I'm like, I think some people get held up just like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm afraid of it. You can overcome it. You know, you can overcome that. And that's a whole different show. There's a lot of moving parts to this. It's in, for some people, it's crazy it's, uh, successful. This last career path that Jill and I taught, I've never seen 
That was fun. So many diverse types of people in different parts of the country with different types of land uh, being so successful. That was truly, we, we, the first thing we do in Career Path is we go around the room and ask everybody, hey, why are you here and how many deals are you doing and what's going on? And I was fell out of my chair. Way more successful financially at buying, selling land than Jill, Jill and I are. I think in this last career path too, that partnerships were formed faster than any other career Me path. Too. They really did a good job of um, of getting to know each other quickly. Yep. And that's huge. Happy you could join us today. Five days a week, you can find us here on the Land Academy Show. So now the episode on the Land Academy Show, uh, while well, we interview member Austin Sakai. And he tells us he's a career path uh, mm-hmm. graduate or, or alumni. Yep. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. Yeah, this was a good, I'm looking forward to it. In case you're wondering when the next career path is, I will tell you. And actually you can find it on the website. There's dates and there's times and there's stuff already up there. <gasps> and actually you can sign up now, by the way. Oh, really? So, yes, you can. Jeez, what's that all about? I'll tell you right now. This is going to be my little extra that's, here. It's impressive. So, yep. So if you go to landacademy.com forward slash career path, you will find it. And it is October... 13th that Wednesday is the first day and it's the 10 Wednesdays so we go October 13th through December I think it's December 14th um, but the times are there the days are there it's all there the um, uh, description of what goes on is in there and again there's a button that you can join so if you're ready and you want to jump in uh, it's there ready to go we, we are Jack, Jack and Jill, Jill. information and inspiration to buy undervalued property.